Hi, I'm Eric with Operation Save the Lou. We are hosting an evangelism outreach event, Wake Up STL, on September 17th at O'Fallon Park. We will share the gospel and love of Jesus with people in the community, attempting to reach many who are lost or stuck in a world of crime. Featuring a free concert of local St. Louis Christian hip-hop artists, guest speakers, raffles all day, and barbecue. But we need your help. We are in need of volunteers or donations. Please visit OperationSaveTheLou.com. That is OperationSaveTheLou.com. Church broadcast. Amen. We pray that you hear something that will inspire you, encourage you, and ask the age-old question, what must I do to be saved? We hope that you are encouraged by the Word of God, inspired by the Holy Spirit, and rejoice always in Him. So we just thank God that we can come today and worship Him in what? Spirit and in truth. Amen. So we just thank God. Amen. Has God been good to you this week? Yes. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Well, I just thank God again for God being good to his children. He's always good to his children. He said no good gift would he withhold from you. So we just thank God for that. We're going to bring our own songstress, Sister Freed, up, and she's going to sing the song again. Amen. And uh, we're just going to enjoy the song. Amen. Amen. And then we're going to have uh, scripture and prayer from Sister Jackie. Amen. Then we're going to have a treat. We're going to have uh, observation of glory from Sister Stacy. And then we're going to have exaltation with Sister Kay. And then we're going to bring up our speaker for the day, Brother Purdy. Amen. Amen. Amen.
just breaks a man. Breaks him down to his knees. God, I've been broken more than a time or two. Then he picked me up and showed me what it means to be And I'm going to begin at, um, looks like verse 5. One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ died, Christ, I'm sorry. So for, for to this end, Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord of both, of the dead and of the living. Why do you pass judgment on your brother? Or why do you despise your brother? For we all will stand before the judgment seat, the judgment seat of God, for it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, each of us will give our own account of himself 
to God. And I wanted to read that to you all because my sister and I, we have this faith discussions and we discussed several things. And one of her things is about the, uh, the Sabbath. So what I'm just saying through this scripture, what my interpretation of this scripture is that no matter what we do, we do it for God. Amen. That is our focus. And that's what we are supposed to do. We give him praise for no matter what it is. Amen. Okay? And no matter what. So let's bow our heads and pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father God, we thank you so much, Father, for the opportunity to come before you, Lord, on this wonderful day of worship, Lord. We just give you praise, glory, and honor for, Lord, for everything that's going to take place here today. And, Lord, we just thank you for bringing us another week that we can come together. Lord God, as we began to listen to the word today, open our hearts, Lord, that we might receive this word, Lord, so that when we go out, we have a word to walk on, Lord. We have your word to stand on, God. And, Lord, we just ask you, God, that you would give us discernment, Lord, so we know the right from wrong, Lord, that your will will be done in our life as we go through each minute of each day, Lord. Bless us to give this word out to you. Bless us with the courage to give this word out to you, Lord. And, Lord, we will always give you praise and glory for honor, God, because you deserve it, Lord. You deserve, Lord, the goodness, the faithfulness that you are to us, Lord. We thank you for it, Lord. Even though we don't deserve it, Lord, we just praise you, Father, for everything that you do for us, Lord. And we just forever will give you praise and thank you. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray this day. Church. Good morning. Good morning. Um, my name is Stacy, and I will be giving the observation of glory today. Um, it's a testimony that I would like to share with you, and hopefully, it will help someone. Last week, um, <coughs> Pastor Purdy he told us to um, turn to Jeremiah. One of the scriptures he gave was Jeremiah 17, starting at verse five. And I, as I was reading that, um, it sounded familiar. I was like, it sounds familiar. Um, it sounds like um, Psalms 1, which is um, one of my favorite scriptures. Um, so let me go ahead and read um, Jeremiah 17, starting at verse 5, and then I'll explain further. And it reads, Thus says the Lord, Cursed is a man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in parched places of the wilderness, in an uninhabited salt land. But verse 7 says, Blessed is a man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out his roots by the stream and does not fear when he comes. For its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. 
And so as I was reading that scripture, I'm like, that sounds so familiar. It sounds just like Psalms 1. And like I said, Psalms 1, that's my life scripture. Um, it was during a time when um, I was praying and asking the Lord um, about this certain person, this individual that I was interested in. You know, I was asking the Lord, you know, should I continue to be involved with this person? Is this a good fit for me? You know, because I was considering, you know, marrying this individual. So I was seeking and asking the Lord, you know, is this a good thing? And the reason I was seeking and asking the Lord, because this person, they claimed to be a Christian, but their Christianity was, you know, it was kind of sketchy, you know. Um, you know, I would say, do you go to church? And they were like, oh, yeah, I'm a member of my grandmother's church. Or um, do you know any scripture? And they will be like, um, yeah, I can recite the Lord's Prayer. Or I, I'll ask, are you a follower of Christ? Do you follow his ways? And they'll be like, um, well, I'm not perfect. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. So, you know, that type. You know, but I'm thinking... Um, but on the other hand, you know, they had a job, a car, a house, you know. And I'm thinking maybe this might be a good fit. So, you know, I was asking the Lord, I was seeking the Lord, asking him, you know, what shall I do? And I was seeking the Lord um, for quite some time. And then one day um, I was somewhere having lunch outside. And then it just dawned on me. You know, I heard these words from heaven saying, go ahead. You can do it, but it will not prosper. And I'm like, wow. Um, and then once I heard that, then I, it was brought back to my remembrance, Psalms 1. And Psalms 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water, who leaves so not. Um, he brings forth fruit in his season, and everything he does shall prosper. But the wicked are not so. They are like the chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked shall perish. So it was like a revelation, you know, when I heard this. You know, God was like, go ahead and do it, but it will not prosper. You know, you're coming to me, asking me, praying about this, and I already told you it won't prosper. Because in... Um, Jeremiah 17, it says that um, it says that the ungodly man or the ungodly is like a shrub in the desert. You know, is this what you're asking for? Is this what you want? Um, the man that who trusts in man is ungodly. So the, you know, it's going to be uh, verse 6 says he's like a shrub in the desert. And you know, a desert, there's no water in a desert. Nothing can live in a desert. Nothing can be sustained. You know, how is this person gonna live? You know, so this is a so the weak, dry shrub in a desert that's about to dry from drought. This is a representation of that person. This is what the relationship is gonna consist of. So, um, you know, you do you, is this what you want? Someone that's gonna be dry and unsustainable? Because you know anything about a desert. It only rains like 10 inches per year. You know, nothing can live off of that. Even if it does rain, it's so dry that it'll evaporate. You know, it's going to be barely alive in an area of low rainfall. It's going to be withered and worthless, restless, without stability, no substance. It's going to be blown away with the wind and ultimately destroyed by fire. You know, the ungodly, is not gonna, they're not going to prosper because they are led by the counsel of the wicked. They have no delight in the law of the Lord. They bring forth no fruit. 
only what is evil, the road they take will lead to nowhere. You know, are you coming to me because prayer? Is this what you want? Something like that. You know, unlike the person that is godly, the man who trusts in the Lord. So this is what you will get if you wait on me. This is the type of individual you should be seeking. You know, a godly person. <clears throat> and that person is like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Like it says in the song, they are strong. Their roots run deep. Their leaves are green. They bear fruit in their season. Even in drought, they prosper. <laughs> Um, all their actions shall be successful, even if it doesn't look like it's successful. It is because they trust in the Lord. But the ungodly are not so. You know, so if you choose to be involved with someone like this, you know, you're going to end up with a weak, dry shrub in the desert. You know, is that what you want? And then, of course, you know, it's like the choice is yours. You know, but it will not prosper. It's up to you. You want to choose it. And obviously, you know, this is something I don't want. You know, if God said it's not going to prosper, then it's not going to prosper. So um, needless to say, you know, I did not get involved with this individual, but I'm just so glad that I was able to listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, I didn't get involved with that individual, but ultimately, you know, God, he did send me um, a godly man as I after I waited on him. You know, a man that who trusts in the Lord, one who meditates in the Lord day and night, one who bears fruit, the fruit of the spirit, one that's righteous, and one that's useful to the Lord. So, yeah. So I'm so glad that I was able to listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, that's the Holy Spirit's job, to bring things back to our members, to lead us and guide us into all truth. So I'm so happy I was able to listen. So, um, so for someone out there today, if you're facing a difficult decision, you don't know what to do, but you know that you want God's will for your life, my advice to you is to continue praying, stay in God's word, and listen to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you today. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord, Saint. Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. I was there, but when I walked in here, I was just like, I, I don't know what I want to do. But you know what? It's a good thing, you know, to, to press on, to persevere. It was said we must persevere. Because, you know, when we persevere, we get, you know, we get excited, especially I get excited. My whole demeanor changed once I walked through the door here, you know, because I was kind of frustrated. I was kind of anxious. I was all over the place. And the first thing I hear, you got something for us? I'm like, oh, Lord, give me two minutes. Give me two minutes. But you know what? He said, be ready in season and out of season in this word. And so... When it's time to, to encourage or when it's time to stand for before people and tell them how good God is, I, sometimes I just can't put it down. I can't turn it down because you know what? That's a good thing that you always want to tell somebody how good God has been to you. I tell you what, the spirit that lies in us is it, always stirring, stirring, trying to knock down that old fleshly thing that's stirring up in us. But I'm here to tell you on today, no matter what you go through, no matter what try to stand in your way, we got a God that we can lean on. We got a God that we can trust. He said he is faithful to pull us out whatever we're going through. He is trustworthy. He is our rock. He's our refuge in the midst of when we worry. God got so many things in that Bible to tell us. All we got to do is run to him for which cometh our help. You know, it's something so good about God. It's something so good about his son, Jesus. Somebody who died on the cross for my sin and yours. You know, it's a lot of things that we go through in our life and we just don't understand. The Bible tells us he already done died for them things. So stop.
up holding on to it. But it, it, you know, it's, it's it's a process. It's a process. I ain't gonna get up here and act like I done made it because I haven't. I struggle with a lot of things day after day. So don't be embarrassed about what you're struggling with. He said, bring it all to me. Put it before my feet. He said he will help you get through it. We got to learn how to focus on him whenever we going through anything. Because it's going to come like a thief in the night. And what you think the Satan is here to do? The symptoms as we. He want to take every good thing that God has implanted in us. He wants to distract that Holy Spirit that was in us. He wants to pull that, that old uh, fleshly man up. And sometimes we fall short, but he say we get up. So I say that to say this here. No matter what you're going through, we, we serve a mighty God. And serving this mighty God that we have on this day, whoo, I can't do nothing but give him glory. So like I said, I don't know about y'all, but I came to praise the Lord. So I don't know about y'all once again, but I come to praise the Lord. I don't hear y'all. I don't know about y'all. I don't know what the came to do today. But today is the day that we need to rejoice. Today is the day that we need to be glad that we're here in the household of faith. Today is the day that we get to see each other again and just worship the Lord like we never worshiped him before. I know I got to get his mic up. That's why I don't like the mic. Because sometimes you just don't know how to put it down, especially when you're talking about King Jesus. When you know what King Jesus can do in your life, hallelujah, you don't want to put the mic down. You want to share with somebody. You want to let them know where you're about. You two, these are tears of joy. These are tears of joy, y'all. Y'all don't, just don't know. For those of you out there that don't know Jesus, somebody need to tell you about Jesus. Guess what? We're coming for you. We're coming for you. Because we ain't scared to tell you about King Jesus. Lord bless you. Welcome to the Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast on the WITRN network. Come join us as we study the Word of God together. Go get your Bible and let's see what the Holy Spirit is saying to us today. You know what? Between what Kay said and what Stacy said, the key is don't yoke yourself with unbelief. Mm -hmm. That's the part she left out. Amen. Don't yoke yourself with unbelievers in no part of your life. What does evil have to do with good? What does light have to deal with darkness? Don't Amen. don't make the mistake and and, and 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 count on those things you see in the flesh and remember that person not even saved. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all are already hooked. And you can't get unhooked because you made a vow to God. But it has to be a terrible thing to be yoked to somebody that you can't come home and praise the Lord with. Amen. That you got to tone it down, hey, Pastor, as you walk through the door. Because you didn't have a good time in the Lord, but you know, uh, they don't want to hear it. And you got you to gotta change the conversation, talk about the baseball game or the basketball game. But you better not talk about King Jesus up in there. Because you're yoked. You're yoked. So I just thank God for those words. Amen. Amen. And now we're going to have our speaker for the day. He's finishing his assignment here today. 
but his assignment carries on into eternity. Amen. So let's receive. Let's stand on our feet and let's just curse last day. Let's receive Pastor Purdy. Amen.
And I told you the other week that that the Bible to me was not a book that I could preach to you how you should live. But it was a book that I it was my self-help book. It was how I learned to keep myself in line. Mm -hmm. So if you would, turn to and, and I want to ask Sister Freda. She did such a wonderful job with the song last week and the song this week, and she read for me. And I know that's yes, pastor, but can I borrow up in the pastor? <laughs> she belong to the Lord. <laughs> okay, all right. Would you turn to James chapter 1 and reading from verse 22 to 24. Coming from the ESV, but be doers of the word, and not, but be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away, and at once forgets what he was like. Amen. Said so like looking in a mirror. Now, you know, I've, I've shared some of this before to time with, with folks that if you're reading your Bible and whatever it is you're reading, all you see is Pastor Purdy or you see Pastor Sutton or you see Sister So-and-So. Yeah, that's them. That's them. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Well, you need to close up your Bible right there and pray. Because the Bible tells us it's like looking in the mirror. Come on, Pastor. You see, and 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 and, and I'm look at Jesus has already did everything that he had to do. Our salvation is set, and it cannot be changed. But we you, the man in the mirror, the woman in the mirror, that's the one you got to work with. Because when Paul described those 17 mountains, when he said, now these are the works of the flesh, you got to contend with the works of your flesh. Now I know they teach you that you can jump over them 17 mountains and jump into love, joy, peace, and happiness. Not so. Come on, teach. Not so. It's a process of time. I'm still, you know, I, I, I know some folks who claim that they are in recovery. Well, they NA and AA. Well, guess what? I'm in recovery too. I'm recovering from 31 years of doing what I wanted to do. Come on. And I need the word of God so it shows me what I ought to do. Amen. I needed the Holy Ghost because he helps me to accomplish those goals. Amen? Amen. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the church and God ain't pleased with it. Pastor wasn't preaching acceptance. But let me tell you something. If that finger points at you, 
Come on. <laughs> if that finger points at you, then you got to do something. Jesus has already did his part. Amen. What does the Bible say? If my people who are called by my name should humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear in heaven and I'll heal their land. Let me tell you something, folks. The condition is always before the promise. <laughs> see, see, and, and Pastor ain't here to tell you you ain't meeting the condition. <laughs> Brother Purdy ain't here to tell you you ain't meeting the condition. You got God's word on you. And if you look into the perfect law of liberty, come on. And you don't see your reflection there. When he say love, when he say forgive, when he say count it all joy, if you don't see your reflection, pastor ain't got to give you no assignment you already got. Amen. Amen. And guess where you got it from? See, 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 Jesus made this thing plain. He told the disciples, say, if they don't receive you, they have not rejected you, but they reject me, essentially. Yeah. Talking about Jesus. Yeah. Amen? Amen? It's important that we in the house be delivered from whatever it is. Whatever it is. If you got the church girl syndrome, church boy, I ain't never heard it before. I ain't seen it yet. Ain't looked at it. But if those things fall on you, ain't one thing for you to do. Fall on your knees and ask God to forgive you. Repent of it and get it right. Because look, the work is too important. We're supposed to be lights that sit on a hill. Amen? Let me tell you something. We ought to light up a room when we come in. I don't know who walked in here first, but when you turn the light on, the darkness was comprehended, was it not? Huh? Yeah. Can't see in the dark, can you? Mm -hmm. Amen? Mm -hmm. But when the light come on, I'm talking about when the light of God's word shines in you. Because what's shining on the inside has a way of making it to the outside. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let me tell you something. I told you a couple weeks ago about the man who was out on the ocean drowning. Couldn't swim. And somebody shined a light on him. And then I told you that man was beat. Somebody shined a light on him. Somebody threw him a lifeline. 
Well, guess what, church? Y'all the pictures. Y'all the lifeline pictures. Y'all the one that tell the world there's a better way. There's a better way. Amen. Uh, sister, would you please turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and we're going to look at verse 1 through 4. Finally, then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you were doing, that you do so more and more. For you know that instructions, for you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor. Amen. In the King James Bible, that says, that each one of you should know how to possess your vessel in sanctification. That's your job. With the help of the Holy Ghost, you can accomplish everything that God... Let me tell you something. God ain't asking you to do nothing that he ain't willing to supernaturally charge you with that you can get it done. Come on, yeah. You've been supernaturally empowered to accomplish everything that God asks of you. What God needs is somebody to be willing. Come on. Willing. To, hey, look at me. I ain't going to tell you you have to fast to get your salvation. But let me tell you something. Sometimes you got to turn away the plate. Sometimes. I'm going to tell you something. For a long time, it took my back up against the wall. For me to see God the way I needed to see it. It got to the point where I began the glory in the tribulation. Yes, he had to break me. He had to break my pride. He had to break that pride. But let me tell you something. The making is in the breaking. As a child, I never knew what it was like to be hungry. I never knew what it was like to have holes in my shoes. I never experienced that as a child. But here I was, 30-some years old, working a job every day, get paid once a month, And because of the circumstances that followed the decisions and choices that I made, I was only getting $4.58 a month for a whole month's work. Living in a one-bedroom apartment, thank God everything was first. And hungry. Didn't have food. 
Then they have food. Never experienced that. Grown man, in the book of Lamentations, they say, it's good that a man suffer when he's young. Well, I kind of felt like I was old. Now I really feel old, but I felt like I was old then. <laughs> and believe me, I got a towel out there. I just left the child. Just something about getting in here. But there I was. And yeah, I cried out. I done paid tithes. I done given in offerings. I done stood in front of some grocery stores and passed out tracts. And I was saying, Lord, why me? How long? But here I be. And I can look back today. Now I'm telling you, I wouldn't give a million dollars for my journey. And I wouldn't give one blood nickel to go back through it, I tell you that. <laughs> but we have a duty to God. We owe. Amen. Bible said that we've been bought with a price. Amen. What well, we have. And that price was the blood of Jesus. And I'm going to tell you something. If you've been saved five years, you can't tell me that whatever you have gone through ain't been worth it. Amen. 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 The things, the setbacks, the holdbacks, because let me tell you something. Some of the things that God kept back from us, he kept us alive in the process. Amen? Amen. Amen. The Bible said that he protects us from danger seen and unseen. Let me tell you something. When that car won't start, don't get upset. Don't get upset. Let me tell you something. When you learn to flow with God, when you learn to flow with God, you stop being so upset. You stop being, what's that word? Discombobulated. <laughs> I never really knew what it meant. I just, it just sounded like it was messed up. <laughs> I mean, discombobulated. But because of the positioning of the church, and I'm talking about this church right now. Because of the positioning, let me tell you something. It ain't no small thing that Pastor Sutton come along at this time. And I ain't trying to sing nobody praises, but let me tell you something. You give honor to where honors do. It ain't no small thing, Pastor, that you hit. For this appointed time. It ain't no small thing that he's trying to empower us with the knowledge. He can't give you the power, but he can give you the knowledge to understand the power. My wife got a car out there, and, and it, it got the book with it. 
But I was asking her, how, how this work? How, how that work? And she said, I don't know. Is your car? Because when I had on BMW out there, I knew everything. But I sat out in it reading the book. Well, so it is with God's word. So it is with God's word. Let me, let me say something. You know, I don't understand, but even the turtle realized in order to make progress, he got to stick his neck out. <laughs> Come on, people. Make it plain. Even the turtle. Are we not much more than turtles? Amen. Did God give us more than a dragon rear and a hard shell? Amen. Yeah, but when you stick your neck out for God, when you dare to tell somebody, I don't do that no more. I don't live like that no more. They're going to shun you, but I guarantee you the time will come because see, they ain't looking for the people that's sucking and jiving out here. They ain't looking for the people that's having tough thumb weddings and all that kind of craziness. They looking for folks that's real. Let me tell you something. Some of the things that I've seen in the church world, if it had not been for the foundation that was put under me in my upbringing, I'd been gone. I've been back out of the world. Because the foolishness is crazy. And if I was going to be slick, I'd make some real money. Amen? I'm talking about the kind of money where you can fly to New York for lunch <laughs> and be back in St. Louis for dinner and think nothing of it. Amen. I'm talking about where you can go get firecrackers on the 4th of July and wind up in Milwaukee. Amen. Amen. See, when you live that kind of life, you, you have no stability. But you don't come to this word. You don't come to God's house unstable. Yes, you get stable. You might walk in with some doubts and some fears, and like I said, but let me tell you something. All of you in here, you know who walks in your midst. You know who ain't a regular. Amen? What pastor say? Show them some love. Because that's the one thing the world ain't giving out there, y'all. The world ain't giving no love. They ain't giving no love. Okay, uh, Sister Freak, turn with me to Matthew chapter 7. You know, my prayers were that today I would leave you with something. Hopefully, all through the the month I've left you with something but carrying on 
Everybody, we we got a we got a race to run. Yeah. Amen. And let me tell you something. To run this race, you don't have to take off no more than you want to. But if you expect to win, you better get light as you can. Amen. Amen. Jesus is a burden bearer. And you can't tell me that if you say and care anything about God, the burden of sin is a burden to you. Little sin, small sin, whatever it is. But here is where we get free. And we get free to go out and to do exploits in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you read, sister? Oh, verses 1 through 5. I'm sorry. Judge not that you be not judged. Well. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is the log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Now, there are things that we have to judge. But we have to learn to judge and not be judgmental. Mm -hmm. Amen? Judging, Sister Stacy gave a testimony there. She had to make some judgments. Amen? And her judgments were based on what she was feeling and what the Lord said, right? So then, the judgment that she made was not condemning anyone, but it was sparing her. Amen? Amen. So, but when we become judgmental, See, I don't know how long y'all been in the church, but I, I've been in churches where you couldn't wear jewelry. I've been in churches where you had wearing things on your head. I've been in churches where they wore them long, flow sweep, sweeping dresses. I've been in churches where you couldn't wear lipstick. I've been in churches where you couldn't wear earrings. Amen? I guarantee you that none of that make nobody no more holy because I seen some things and knew some people. Yes, Lord. <laughs> I would say some things, but if I say it over here and they hear this broadcast, they don't know I'm talking about it. But, but I seen some things. And they was holy. They were so holy, they made me feel small. But when the truth came out, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm telling you, if, if I hadn't had the foundation that I had under me, I would quit right there. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It ain't no fluke when Paul said, because when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. And because of this, they were given over to strong delusions. Doing things that's unseemly. Men with men. 
women with women. I seen all that in the church. Okay, I'm stopping now. I seen all of that. But what we have to stop doing is equating what people do with Jesus. Amen. Amen. See, don't give God that rap. Because he ain't good, folk. And all of us, all of us, I know me included. Now when it came to smoking and drinking, smoking dope, okay. Those were easy things for me to give up. But you know what I found out I had? anger. My anger was gross. It was great. And I still deal with it. See? But guess what that does for me? That lets me know that when I see somebody else that's got to cross the band, Somebody might still be smoking. And then I say to them, well, that wasn't nothing for me. That's wrong. Because one thing I know for sure, whatever cross you have to bear, yours is just as heavy for you as mine is for me. Amen? I need the same God to deliver me that you need to deliver you. So no, I ain't got no judgmentalness for you. If you want to hear, I'll tell you. God can help you with it. I'll pray for you, pray with you, pray over you. Mostly I'll pray with you. Because when I pray for everybody, then that means they don't have to do nothing. <laughs> Amen. I'll pray with you. That God give you the deliverance that he's rotting in me right now to this day. No, I don't get as mad as I used to, do I, wife? <laughs> you know, she's sitting in the back today, y'all, but you know, I told you before that you can always tell when a preacher lying, just look at his wife. If her head is down, he lying. <laughs> if her head is up, he, he, he living something at home, y'all. You get him, baby. <laughs> you get him, you get him. <laughs> we got dinners after this, you know. <laughs> but we don't ever want to be so judgmental of everybody and everything. Everything you hear ain't going to be pleasing to your ear. Some things are going to hit us and cut at us. But let me tell you something. Be glad. Because if you think back, and I know from my own self, when I was in the world doing what I was doing, I had no conscience about it. It did not bother me. I didn't care who, how, or when. I did what I needed to do to accomplish what I wanted to do. Amen? So, 
Again, the Bible's telling us here, don't judge. Check your own self out. Look in the mirror. See what you see. Before I try to take something out of your eye, let me get it out of mine first. Amen? Amen. All right, one more, one more again. Luke chapter 13. Sister, sister free. Because I, I ain't mastered this, 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 this pad thing here. I ain't mastered it yet. And the Bible I brought with me, I can't even see that. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Luke chapter 13, verse 23 and 24, if you will. And someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? And he said to them, strive to enter through the narrow door. Strive. Go ahead. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. Amen. Church, every day, every day, striving to enter in at the straight gate. Amen? Amen. I used to think that I could go to church, hear good service, clap my hands, and everything be all right. <laughs> Y'all know that ain't true, right? right? And then I got to thinking that, Lord, don't seem like I can be good enough for you to do what I want you to do. Hmm. So what is good enough? See, I had I hadn't learned about grace yet. Amen. Let me tell you, there's grace to help us in our times of need, when we're weak, when we fall, when we're making mistakes. The grace is that. Amen. Now we don't frustrate it. We don't just act any kind of way and claim grace. But the grace is that. And according to Paul, it's sufficient. It will accomplish what we needed to do. Let me tell you, it's a whole lot of people that's singing and praising and worshiping God today had it not been for the grace. Brother Hakeem, Brother Purdy, had it been for the grace, Pastor Sutton, had it been for the grace. Amen. If it hadn't been for the grace, Brother Steve, Brother Steve ain't love Jesus always. Amen? Hadn't been for the grace. So guess what? And I said this to Randy one time. And he, he kind of didn't like it. But I told him, I said, the same grace that you have received, you owe it. Now, we don't have no grace, right? But we can show grace, can't we not? Amen? We can show grace and not point fingers. We can do that. Instead of pointing a finger, what about folding your hands like this and praying? Amen? We can do that. All right. Now, 
What makes these things important, Purdy? Revelation chapter 21. And I'm about to come to a close. And I'm going to let Sister Free to read that whole thing from verse 1. And then we're going to she'll read down to verse 7. And then we're going to look at verse 8. Amen? Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. And, and one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. All right. Now, where it said conquered, in the King James, it says overcome. Amen. Amen. And all of these things that we've been talking about here today, and all those things that Pastor talked about earlier in the week, about what's in the church. Let me tell you something. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So therefore, overcoming is what God is about. He's about us overcoming. He overcame death, hell, and the grave. But we've got to overcome the dictates of our flesh. And he gave us everything we need to accomplish this effort. Amen. Amen. And it's right there in your word of God. It's good to come to church. It's good to come to Bible study. It's good to come to Sunday service. But let me tell you something. You live in this thing 24-7. Am, am I right? Amen. And if you live in this 24-7, then you need to be strengthened and encouraged, building yourself up on your most holy faith. Yeah. Amen. Pastor, was that you I heard say that, that if you feed your faith, you'll starve your doubt? Yeah. <laughs> I got to thinking about that. I said, that was him. I thought I heard somebody say. But again, and it's, it's true, if you feed your faith, if you build yourself up on God's word, 
I heard a preacher say, give God 15 minutes a day. Out of 24 hours, 15 minutes a day in God's word. I was told once when I was really struggling, read Psalms. And I listened. Did I get anything? Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes our problems magnify themselves so much bigger than God is. But what I found out is that's something that I allow. Faith is an active part of a man or woman's own will. Mm -hmm. You have to choose to believe God. You have to choose to believe God. Because everything in this world is pulling our desire and our hope away from God. That's right. That's true. So it's a choice that you make. Yeah. We got up this morning. We chose what shoes we were going to wear. We chose what clothes we were going to wear. We'll leave here. We'll choose where we're going to go eat. Amen. And at the end of the day, we'll determine whether it was a good day or a bad day. But one thing is for sure. It was a day made up of your choices. <clears throat> Amen. All right. Now, read that eighth verse for me. But the fearful, unbelieving, abominable, warmongers, liars. But as for the cowardly, yep. the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, scorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. Amen. God's not going to change his word to accommodate any of us. <laughs> Amen. So, so while if, 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 if what Beyonce said, and I don't know right now, I'm just taking people's word for it. If what she said is true, the only thing you can do is make sure that it ain't true about you. Amen. 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 God bless you, church. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. That could be a sermon, but you just said at the end. If it's true, make sure it ain't true about you. Amen. Or, if it's true that you're saved and sanctified and full of Holy Ghost, make sure it is about you. Amen. Thank you, Brother Purdy, for your service this month. Sister Purdy, thank you for tolerating us this month. We, let's just give Brother Purdy a, a hand of applause. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Praise God. So we just thank God for that. And we just thank God for his obedience. And uh, we'll have a small token for him before he leaves. And we just, again, make sure you talk to the man of God and welcome. You just remind him and thank him because he will be back. Amen. Amen. I told him he when he when he gets signed, he's for my vacation time. Amen. <laughs> so I just thank God that it was good. And he's going to do some teaching too. So um, we just I told him get ready, Amen. get ready. Amen. That was a good word. Amen. Today was a good day. It's a good word today, all the way around. You know, and we just thank God for that. And and again, and again what, I, what I want to say before we close is that. You don't have to trick nobody into Jesus. You don't have to deceive them with one thing and then bring them into Christ with another thing because how you start a thing is so important. Jesus told us to be fishers of men and the bait and the hook is the gospel of God. I don't want to deceive you and then tell you it's all cotton candy and wham wham and zuzus, and then switch you and tell you that you are simple because you're not going to receive that but if I start off with God and end up in God then possibly I might be able to convince you you need to be saved when Paul said I've become all things to all people to save some Paul had become no sinner yes Paul didn't trick nobody. That's right. He didn't try to use the wisdom of the world and man's craftiness to win souls. He said, I don't know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. Just check that out in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 6 when y'all go home. You don't have to trick nobody, folks. Right. Just give them the gospel. Like Fred Purdy just give, give them the word of God. We done heard all that. We don't have to present nothing else. We don't have to present the world and trick them into heaven. Amen. Just the gospel. It was good enough for me. It was good enough for you. Steve said, Pastor, did, did Nick trick you with, with some stuff in, in the penitentiary? I said, No, Nick came strong with the gospel. And then we ate potato chips. <laughs> Amen. 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 Let's pray. Originally, Father, I just thank you today. I thank you for your word. I thank you for the speaker that has spoke truth to the hearing of our ears. Lord, let those who are listening around the world receive what the Spirit of the Lord is saying today. Lord, we are just your humble servants. And we just thank you, Father God. And we just seek to hear those words of Father God. Good and faithful servant. Job well done. Lord, we thank you for the Holy Spirit that resides in each and every believer. Yeah. And we thank you, for the, thank you for the word of God that encourages us, inspires, inspires us to do better every day. But Lord, we also thank you for the fellowship of the saints yeah. to which you, you told us is much precious that we can bear each other's burdens. We can understand where we come from yeah. and we can look in the mirror and not only see ourselves, but also see the loving saints that hold us up every day. So Lord, we just thank you for that. Amen. Teach us how to be obedient. Teach us how to love one another. Teach us how to be kind. And Lord, most importantly, teach us how to walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. It's in the mighty name of Jesus I pray. Amen? Amen. 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 Praise God. This is if you do not have a place of worship, 
please consider Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church your home. We are safe place to worship, supporting the edification of the body with all of its gifts. Sound biblical teaching is at the center of our worship as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Sharing the fruit of the Spirit and moving forward in faith through serving our community is our privilege and pleasure. Please feel free to contact the ministry at 636-344-0539 or email us at witminyahoo.com. Thank you for your consideration, be blessed, encouraged, and walk in the truth of the Lord. Thank you for listening to the Walk in Truth Radio Network broadcast. If this message has been a blessing to you consider donating on your favorite platform. You can donate by looking in the description box and picking your favorite platform of choice, Venmo, Cash App or PayPal. Continue listening. And your prayers are needed, welcomed and appreciated. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Church Hurt is real. We would like to hear your story to help others who have been abused in church. Only when we speak up, can we begin to heal from the pain. Please send your story confidentially to the email witminyahoo.com.